is your candidate for the uh, role of the Associate Pastor for Discipleship and Multiplication uh, with some emphasis in youth ministry. It's just a really exciting gift. It's been really great over the last few days to get to know uh, both of you a bit more and just to see uh, your heart for life, for ministry, for all kinds of things. And so today we just want to get to know you a little bit. And so for those of you at home, again, we encourage you to sign in and let us know that you're watching. And uh, some people who are monitoring the chat would love to connect with you over the course of the conversation to welcome you into the service as well. And today we're really excited to... Uh, just to connect in with Nick and Sarah, get to know them a little bit more. And so one of the things I've enjoyed watching about with the two of you over the course of the last few days is you have a really just natural, easy way with one another. The way that you have just a really, yeah, a beautiful sense of connection and compassion for each other and just a really deep admiration for each other. I've really enjoyed just kind of watching that as you've engaged over the course of the last few days. And so it's an interesting thing to kind of get to know a bit more about you. So. It's just us, really, just the three of us having a chat. So <laughs> why don't you just tell us a little bit about what are some of the things you really do love about each other? What are some of the, the greatest attributes of your partner? Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Um, so some of the things I really appreciate about Sarah uh, is that, first off, she's one of the most kind people I know, if not the most kind person I know. Uh, and that has always been something that other people have said and something that I've just noticed throughout our relationship and our marriage. And... Um, it's just one of the things I really appreciate. I also appreciate how intentional she is. Um, she doesn't do anything without intention or without purpose behind it. Um, so I just really, really appreciate that about her. Um, and kind of the last thing, and this is the thing that not many people know and I like to tell people, but she's very competitive, which is good. Um, but she doesn't, she doesn't come across as competitive until you get to know her a bit more. So, <laughs> uh, Some of the things I love about Nick, um, first of all, he's very thoughtful. So everything that he does, he puts a lot of thought into, and I really appreciate that. Um, he's also um, just a really good listener. Um, yeah, sometimes I just need to verbally process stuff, and so he listens to me and um, can kind of point out some blind sides, but he always does it with so much kindness and um, just a lot of compassion and grace, so I appreciate that. Um, and his sense of humor, he really helps me get out of my bubble and um, makes me feel comfortable to be myself. He can be really weird, and I really appreciate that because I can be really weird, but uh, his weirdness allows me to be more myself, and I appreciate that. So. Totally. That's amazing. <laughs> As you think about life, what are some of the things that give you the most passion? Like, what are things that just, like, the stuff you get up in the morning thinking, I just want to tackle this part of the world, I want to see this move forward? What, what just really drives you? What really excites you? Yeah, I think for me, um, and I've noticed this as I've been doing construction the past few months, but I just really have a desire for ministry and to be, uh, yeah, pursuing that. Uh, I think this weekend has been, like, a, a brush, a uh, brush, a uh, <laughs> a breath of fresh air for me. Um, I bet it hasn't felt like, you know, like a weight dragging upon your neck or something. No, so it's no. Gonna, it's kind of felt like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's been, it's been really good. I think that's the thing that gets me up in the morning is just being with people and just hearing their stories and where they're at and coming alongside them. And then I think just being active and outside and outdoorsy and um, I think those, those things, uh, like hiking or fishing or uh, whatever it may be, those things uh, really give me life and a chance to recharge. So, yeah. Yeah, I think um, I just love being with people and doing life alongside people, whatever that looks like. Um, it's definitely been challenging with COVID, but finding uh, unique ways to connect with people um, and to encourage them. And um, 
yeah, it's called like filling people's buckets. So it's kind of like this metaphor of like, yeah, encouraging people and filling up their buckets so that they feel full and um, loved and appreciated. And so, um, yeah, I just, uh, I love hearing people's stories and, and connecting and um, also love being in the outdoors um, and playing basketball is kind of like my outlet and um, I feel really free doing that and I really, really enjoy it. So those are a couple things. And dogs, I love dogs. Honestly, I like. Oh, that's exciting. I can't. What kind of dogs? Do you like big dogs or small dogs? Oh, big dogs. My parents have a Saint Bernard. Oh. Her name is Emma, and she's fantastic. And I just, I don't know, dogs just—they get me. They do. <laughs> I also really love dogs. Uh, we do not have a dog, but I, I really do like them. For a long time, I thought maybe I would like a Great Dane. Um, it's just like something just massive, like a, a horse of a dog was kind of something I thought would be a lot of fun. Um, I don't think that'd be the best idea. Um, yeah, but it's kind of fun. Do you have a dog? No, but that's on the to-do list at some point, so. Yeah, why not, really? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you both talked a bit about sort of like being active, the outdoors, those kinds of things. What kind of activities in those sorts of environments uh, do you find most fulfilling or conducive to you? You will first this time. I really enjoy hiking. Um, that's uh, like day hiking more so than overnight hiking for me. But mm -hmm. <laughs> um, just really um, like being out in nature and seeing creation in that sense. Um, and then, yeah, I like playing sports outside too. So like soccer or um, basketball outside or ultimate frisbee, anything really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we both also love snowboarding. Uh, so that's something we really enjoy to do. Mm -hmm. um, I think for myself, I also enjoy hiking. I like overnight hikes. Um, I went to Yosemite, what was it, two, three years ago with a, a friend of mine. Um, and we got to hike around that park and it was it was beautiful. Yeah, it was definitely a, a bucket list completed kind of moment. So, yeah. So, a question for you. Again, obviously, this is a different sort of environment. You know, what's the furthest north you'd ever been in British Columbia before you came here this weekend? Uh, for me, it was Prince George, and I was there this past summer on a work trip. Our company actually, I missed the Chetwind and Dawson Creek tour part of it, but. Um, we were in Prince George for a little bit, and then, uh, yeah, then we went all the way east, so to Castlegar. But Prince George for me, yeah. I'm trying to think, and I actually don't. I don't think I've ever been to Prince George. No. Um, I think it's hundred mile. It might be hundred mile. Yeah, totally. That might be as far as north as I've gone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I remember years ago, I was on a trip with uh, some of the youth pastors from some of our Chinese churches in Richmond. And so I was carpooling with them to a retreat and we were going to Hope. I remember them being like, oh, we're like way out. And like, I was like, Hope is like way out in the middle of nowhere. Really. <laughs> and they were just like these amazing guys were like, why would we ever leave Richmond? I was like, I guess. I don't know why. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, but it was, it was, yeah, it was a beautiful experience. It was really good. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah. As you kind of like, um, it's interesting for all of us as we keep journeying with Jesus, there's particular areas he's challenging us in, ways he's calling us to keep growing and uh, stretching us. Um, what are some of the ways where you feel like you're personally growing in this particular season? Where do you feel like Jesus is calling you deeper um, or giving you new insights or developing you or those kind of things? Yeah, I think uh, during this past season, I've learned a lot about patience and about his timing um, and just trusting that he's working even when it doesn't feel like it and even when I feel like I'm stuck and I'm not going somewhere or, uh, you know, a ministry position isn't opening up. Um, 
I, I can trust that he's working and that he's providing what we need as a family rather than my wants or desires in the moment. So I think that's what I've been kind of wrestling with and processing through this past season of life. I think for myself, it's kind of been this theme of remembrance and um, looking back at, at what God has done and having confidence in that he's going to do um, whatever he's going to do in the future too, that he is faithful and that he's good. And in those moments where I feel unsure or um, I'm just afraid of what's to come or tired of COVID or whatever it might be, um, just looking back and seeing how he's been faithful and that he'll be faithful again, uh, even if it's in ways that I just don't understand yet or um, just looks different than what I thought it would. So. Yeah, so it's an interesting theme, I think. Uh, for me too, one of the big things, I, I, don't, yeah, I think I would have learned this by now, but I just keep having to come back to it. Again, it's just that ongoing theme of trusting him really well. Mm -hmm. you know, I think, um, I keep thinking I've kind of got it, but then he's like, okay, there's all of this now. Uh, it's got this <laughs> ongoing journey of growth where I'm like, I think I've nailed the trust concept, but maybe I've nailed it in like one small aspect of life. Um, it's just a really interesting gift, I think, about how he just loves us so passionately and just keeps inviting us further. and. Um, you know, like you talk about the idea of patience, you know, I think if I was God, I wouldn't have the kind of patience to wait for me. Um, mm -hmm. But he's just so compassionate and patient with me in the ways he keeps growing me and challenging me and saying, okay, we've worked through this, now it's time to take the next step. And um, I'm so grateful he doesn't show me everything that I need to work through all at once, where <laughs> it would feel a bit overwhelming. Um, but it's just a really amazing gift that he keeps kind of drawing us in and moving us closer the whole way through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you've been in Fort St. John for a few days now. Uh, what are some of your impressions? What does the community seem like to you? Yeah, I think from the people that we've met, it's been uh, really welcoming, really hospitable. Um, we've felt, uh, yeah, like there's a deep sense of community here. And I, and I know that COVID has kind of thrown a wrench into all that for everyone, but it, um, it's interesting to see the way that people uh, are still caring for each other, even in the midst of that, and still checking in on each other, even in the midst of that. So, yeah, it's just been really cool to see that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I think just for the, the, that this is the church that it is. You know, there's just such an amazing uh, web of connections that people have and just the, mm -hmm. the sense of compassion that people continue to extend and engage with. It's, yeah, it's just a really beautiful part, I think, of, of the church and community that we're a part of, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope for you, Sarah. Uh, not to copy Nick, but really, honestly, kind of the same thing is just seeing like the community that you guys have up here and uh, the way that you care for one another. It was just really encouraging to hear people say that this is like their family for them. And um, yeah, it's really beautiful up here too. And um, I love the snow. And so it's, it's been fun and it's been good. Do you think, Sarah, that you would still love snow with about eight months of it? Yeah, I don't know. That's what my mom grew up in New Brunswick, and she still loves the snow. So I feel like I'm going to be like her. Like she still really appreciates the snow, and yeah. Yep. So totally. We'll see. Absolutely. Yep. Our kids are always very excited about it when it first comes. They just like this gleeful when, it, when the snow came the first time this year. Our girls got their snow stuff on. They couldn't even wait to get onto the lawn. They're rolling around on the deck in the snow, and I'm like, it might be more comfortable on the lawn, but they're just really excited to get into it. So. It's interesting to see how that comes together for sure. Um, what's been the favorite thing you've seen? Like, as you've sort of seen the community, what sort of has stood out to you um, from the community first as being kind of like, just something you found interesting about Fort St. John? I don't know. I think I need some time to think about that. Do you have something? Something interesting that has stood out? Yeah, just anything about the community. You're like, oh, that's kind of interesting that Fort St. John is like this. Hmm. 
-hmm. Well, I know one thing that we were just about the city itself is we're like, oh, like it's it's not very tall, like it's more flat, and so that's just different than what I'm used to in the Lower Mainland. Mm -hmm. um, but it's yeah, so okay. that's something that stands out is just being different. Yeah, and I think I find that interesting too, like because it's not like tall buildings. One of the things I love, like absolutely love about this area um, is just the sunrises and sunsets. Mm -hmm. And again, in the summer you hardly see it because it's, you know, in the middle of the night. Um, but in the winter you get to kind of see it and experience it every day. And I just, I love just the cloud formations and the, the colors and the light. And I think because there's no really, really tall buildings, there's just such a great space to just, just drink it in and experience yeah. it. I find that really, really mm -hmm. exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, the thing that I find interesting or is unique about the community is just how many young families there are. Kind of in our friend group, we were the first one to have a, a kid. Uh, and uh, we have, I think, one other friend that, yeah, one other friend that they're having a kid in March. But aside from that, there's like no babies. Um, but here it's like babies everywhere, babies on the way. So I think that's, that's just unique. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Also, thanks so much for uh, just taking the time just to share with us and to engage. And get